Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name's David Austin, and sitting across from me, as always, in some beautiful pinstripe, long shirt, skirt, duster, duster kind of thing, my beautiful bride, Londa (laughs) Joanne Sherwood Austin. Wow, do you look good today. Thank you. This has been The Fashion Report with David. It was hard for me to do the show on our radio program this morning because of how cute you looked. Oh, It took a lot to focus and not talk about only that. Well, focus up because it's time. Okay. The session with Londa and David is brought to you each week by Sherwood Austin Solutions. With over 40 years of combined sales success, Sherwood Austin Solutions can help diagnose and prescribe solutions for any problems in your business. A lot of business consultants only focus on the bottom line, but Sherwood Austin Solutions takes a holistic approach to make sure all of your goals are being met. Call Londa today or text at 509-491-2663 so she can sit down with the stakeholders in your business and brainstorm ways to make it more efficient, more financially successful, and an overall better place to work. Whether you have a restaurant or bar, you run sales teams, or you're a salesperson looking to up your goals, Sherwood Austin Solutions can help you put the right plan in place for success. Call or text today, 509-491-2663. That number again, 509-491-2663 for Sherwood Austin Solutions. It's a great time to be in business. Why not be in business with us? Sherwood Austin Solutions, we help you get your shit straight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's my copy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you wrote great copy. That's my, you know, I, I see, this is an example of how I, I simplify things right. when I work with people. Yep. That really is what I do. So here we go. And if we were a septic service company, <laughs> that would be an awesome tagline. Well, you know, it is what it is. DNM septic. We know our shit. <laughs> that would be a great ad. Well, actually, yes. I want to go see DNM Septic and yeah, pitch that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think our friends at the Delta Media mm-hmm. Corporation would like that copy, though. Oh, well, that's why I get to say it here on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I work so hard every day on our radio show mm-hmm. to not curse. I don't have that feeling at all. Oh, man. You sound I great. Just, it doesn't sound like you're about to curse word. It doesn't sound like you're about There's to go a, crazy. It helps me relieve my stress. I got gotcha. you. It, it helps with your stress relief. I like that. Speaking of stress release, what is the topic of this week's program, Miss Londa? Stress, the silent killer. The silent killer. Listen, stress will kill you. Stress does kill you. The the I'm not even going to go into the, the medical side of it and the science of it because it's so obvious. It's so well known. It's so well documented. We don't even need to go there. The fifth leading cause of death is? Stress. There you go. Work, specifically work stress. Workplace stress. Listen. Fifth leading cause of death. Yeah, and we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about some things that cause stress, and we're going to talk mostly about solutions. Okay. Simple practices that you can implement into your life that will help you 
handle your stress, reduce your stress, and make your mental health better, your physical health better, and help you live longer. That's what we're getting into today. I like that. Boom. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) That was great. Thank you. That was a major market segue. You know what I've been practicing? I don't know if you know, but I have a daily radio show now, and so I kind of have to work on this stuff. I got to tell you, your mic skills are so much better today than they were just four months ago. For sure. You like to work the mic. (laughs) Okay. So let me just tell you how stress can affect your health and what to do about it. Okay. We'll start there. All right. Shoot. Sleep. Yes. You cannot live on power naps and short nights for very long before it starts to show up in every area of your life. And the more fragile your health becomes, Mm -hmm. the the quicker it shows up. Let me give you an example. I ran on a dead run for three years straight Yes, before I got really, really sick. Right. However, since that time, I didn't sleep hardly at all last night, and I feel sick today. Okay. So you just, it, it, it. stick with us to learn how to protect this, this part of your life, okay? You get cranky with your family, Mm -hmm. you get short with your employees and your coworkers, and you get more frustrated with yourself when you don't sleep well. I gotcha. So here are three tips to help with a better night's sleep. Are you ready? Write this down. Take a note. Open your phone. Record it. I don't care what you have to do. Wait a second. Let me get out my phone. It's actually really easy. Number one, make it dark. Make it dark. You might be surprised all the light that's going on in your room every night. Even, okay, listen, let me just use our room as an example. We've got two phones, right? Mm-hmm. A blue light on the stupid smart switch, the thermostat light that comes in, and of course, you know, the light from the outside that never gets quite completely dark, you know? Yes. So what do you do? Here's some tips. Don't just silence your phone. Put it on do not disturb. Okay. Because on silence, it'll still light up or or maybe vibrate when you get a notification, those 4 a.m. emails. But on Do Not Disturb, it won't. So there you go. We disconnected the smart light switch. I'm sorry that you cannot tell Ophelia to, <laughs> to turn that light on. And, and it makes and me I angry say, because I stub my toe yeah. all the time. And that does add stress. I say Ophelia because if I say the other, the real name yes. of her, all of yours will go off and so will ours in this house. And so we're not doing it. We, we tried covering the thermostat light, but listen, it didn't work. So ultimately, here's what I had to do. I have to sleep with an eye mask. Mm-hmm. I just wear a silk eye mask at night, every night. And that's just how life goes for me. Sure. And it does help. So make it dark. Number two, make it cold. Experts say the mid 60s mm-hmm. is ideal for sleeping. I have to use extra blankets because I like to feel a little warmer, but I do sleep better when it's cold in the room. In fact, last night, something went wonky with our air conditioning. It didn't come on right. I had to get up in the middle of the night, turn the fan on. It was a whole thing. Okay. Number three, make a routine and make it a routine that you stick to. Okay. Don't make it some crazy routine you know you're never going to do. Okay. You know, experts say that you should um, not have any screens in front of your face for an hour before you fall asleep. Listen, if you know you're not going to stick to that, just do 30 minutes. Like, do what you can is what I'm saying. Make it realistic for you. They, they... Getting that bedtime routine that you mm-hmm. do every night <clears throat> helps your body and your brain to like signal, oh, 
it's time for shutting down. What about those people who like to lay down in bed, turn on the TV, and then three minutes into that, they're gone. They're out. What about you? Is that what you're asking? Well, yeah, but there are a lot of people like me. And I remember in the olden days when TVs became digital, when Mm -hmm. they were newly digital, and I don't mean high def, I mean like built-in digital clocks, um, you had timers that you could set in your TV to shut off in 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, And I used to do that. I would set it at 30 minutes and it would be off by the time I woke up in the morning and I wouldn't know what was on TV right before I fell asleep because that helps me shut off the thoughts in my head. Okay, well, ultimately you have to do what works for you. Right. So, you know, whatever works for you and anyone in the room. Right. So. You seem to be okay when I lay down in bed and you put on your little mask and your little ear pods. It depends. It depends. Some nights, excuse me, some nights it doesn't bother me and some nights it does. It's weird. Last night you got almost no sleep. We didn't turn on the TV at all. Right. Weird, right? Yeah. I don't understand it. Well, I had a little medication uh, conflict last night that was happening. So, uh, okay. So. Eat well. This is another tip for, um, you know, how to how to combat your stress as far sure. as your health goes, okay? Yep. Promote healthy meal options in your home and in your workplace, however you have to do it. Listen, if you're a business owner and this is, you, you're in a place where you have, you know, um, food at, at your company available, mm-hmm. then, then, Make it make healthy options happen in the food area of your company. It's a workplace upgrade that'll benefit everyone that's already there and it'll attract talent in a time when savvy members of the workforce are looking at all the details of a company when making their decisions about where to go. So we know meals are also strategic networking and relationship building time for a lot of us. But when you're whining and dining important clients and key contacts, I want you to remember you're sitting down to build bridges. Do not use this as an opportunity to indulge. Okay. Use it as a time maybe to make your healthiest choices. I think that's smart and better. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I am used to taking realtors to lunch, for example. And I usually don't have a healthy choice, but, you know, switching to salad may make sense. Yeah. And if it just becomes your habit, then you're making healthier choices and you don't even realize it. It's just your habit. Yeah. You know, I often when we go out um, to dinner, I'll get salmon. Right. Because it's just my habit. Right. Also, because I don't like to stink up my kitchen. Right. Cooking salmon, but I love salmon. So anyway, if you can prepare your food at home for your work day, then do that. Okay. 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 Um, And if you don't have time or you don't want to do it, subscribe to a, a service or a meal prep company who does it for you. You know, you don't have to have every meal every week prepped for you, but maybe you can have a service that just preps your lunches, you know, something like that. Sure. Um, another trick that I use when on days when I'm on the run from sunup to sundown is I pop into the local grocery store and go through the deli section mm-hmm. because, um, for me, I'll grab like those packages of hard boiled eggs right, and an avocado and, you know, maybe a, a, a grilled chicken thigh right. or whatever. You know what I mean? So you, you just make the healthiest choices that you can for you in the moment. You know, is that kind of thing sustainable? No, no, it's not sustainable, but it works in a pinch, right? Um, having a really good cooler, 
you know, that you can take all your food in for the day. And yes, it does take prep. And yes, it does. You know, I get it. I get it. Everybody's life is different. That's why we're giving you lots of ideas. Sure. Right. Um, now, the other extreme, skipping meals so that you can work more, isn't good either. So you've got the indulging because you're at work. Now you've got the skipping meals because our bodies process fatigue and hunger in similar ways. Oh, I got you. So if you don't eat breakfast and lunch, you're going to feel tired. And if you're not sleeping enough, you're going to start grazing all the time, right? So you got to find that balance. The third way that stress affects our health and that you can combat that is exercise every day. I got you. Schedule it into your, put it in your routine, but here's a trick for scheduling if you're not a scheduling person. Some personalities work really well within a a rigid schedule, right? They can say, okay, five five o'clock every day, I'm out of bed, I'm going to go work out, and they just do it. Somehow, magically, they show up like it's nothing. But some personalities find that really restricting, almost suffocating. I gotcha. Right? So... So have some flexibility within, Mm -hmm. like, say, for instance, I'm going to get, uh, you know, break a sweat every day between the hours of 5 and 8 p.m. Right. It's a little more fluid. It's a little more fun. So for certain personalities, that's going to work a little better. I got you. Right. And and the whole idea of I'm going to break a sweat rather than having an organized routine of what you're going to do. Because the reality is... Movement is movement, right? Right, and um, you know, exercising is not negotiable, right? For someone whose work is demanding, I got gotcha. you. and really for all of us. But um, you might think, well, you know, an hour at the gym seems indulgent, but it's not indulgent because it's going to keep you healthy and giving you a healthy outlet for all of that stress that builds up. If you can figure out a way to train your mind that going to the gym is self-care, you may be able to do it more frequently and not feel weird about it, right? Yeah. I love to go to the gym. When I'm there, I like to play. So I play racquetball. And if there's nobody to play racquetball with, sometimes I go play basketball. I I prefer keeping score when I'm exercising. That's how I trick myself into doing it because otherwise I would never, ever do it. You know, when I go mountain biking in Washington, because there's no real mountain biking here, I have fun. It's play. It's not exercise to me. So that's my trick. Right. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And it's good and and it helps relieve your stress of all things. Yeah. And here's another tip. While you're working, if you're at work, uh, get out of your chair at least once every hour. Take just a five-minute walk. Yeah. Take a two-minute walk. It really doesn't matter. Go run up and down the stairs a couple times. Yeah. Do some push-ups or jumping jacks. Stretch. Meditate. Practice some deep breathing exercises. Anything that gets your heart pumping and your head clear. Okay. Do that. I like to get my heart pumping and my head clear. There you go. You helped me with that. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. So those are some things around your health. I like that. Help your stress <laughs> and exercise. Move yes. a little bit more. And AARP, if you are my age, says we should spend half an hour a day walking outside in the sun. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Yeah. Yep. It's that simple. A boatload of my buddies are golfers, except they always cart. Always. So Mm -hmm. maybe walk 18 holes instead of using the cart. There you go. 
The thing that the reason why this is so important is because whatever you think and feel always finds its way to the body. So this mm-hmm. is the connection between stress and and illness. You've mentioned the book Body Keeps the Score a million times in our marriage, and I think it does. It turns out it really does. It's neuroscience. Yeah. You cannot argue with the science. It's I like, mean, you can if you it's want. Like, it's like manifesting things, right? There's no magic there. If you think about something, you can make that happen. It's just like people who are negative all the time. If you're looking for something bad to happen in your day, guess what? You're going to find it. Well, it's the reticular activating system, right? right? So it's your, excuse me, it's your onboard uh, hard drive yeah, and you can program it. And what we're talking about is like, have you ever um, decided that you wanted a red Jeep? Right. Right. Like I want to, I want a red Jeep. And then um, all you see is red Jeeps. The first time I bought a Saturn, I had really not seen them on the road that often. It was my first new car, right? That I bought myself. It was a white Saturn. uh, And I, when I drove off the dealership at Saturn of Lafayette, which is no more, mm-hmm. every single Saturn in the world was now right. visible to me. Because you're kind of, you've programmed your brain. Yep. So, you know, it's the same with this. It, it's like what you said about if you can see going to the gym as self-care. So maybe that you just have to have a different program for yeah. your brain, you know? If a doctor tells you you need to lose 80 pounds because you have diabetes, guess what happens? You lose 80 pounds. Right. So why does it take a doctor to make you decide well, that that kind of care is necessary? Sometimes it takes a health scare. I got you. Right. And sometimes people mortality have, motivation. Yeah. Sometimes people have health scares and it and it they don't care. It doesn't work. Yeah. And they I, just keep doing what they're doing. I don't really know people like that. I know it. Okay. So yeah, I do. I do for sure. Really? Yeah. People who should eat healthier because they have, for instance, diabetes and they don't, you don't know anybody like that. Okay. All right. Well, my brother Nathan though was told he needed to lose weight and he lost 70 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm, you know, the, the daily choices, the small shifts, the, all that stuff. Anyway. Okay. Let's get back to this stress. Nearly 80% of employees cite stress and burnout as their biggest challenge in the workplace. Yeah. I want you to hear that a different way. Okay. 80% of your employees are stressed out or burned out. 80% of your coworkers are stressed out or burned out. 80% of your family is stressed out or burned out. A lot of people around you are feeling it. And you may be feeling it and not recognize it. In fact, there's an 80% chance that you're dealing (laughs) with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. According to a study from Harvard Business School of more than 3 million people, employees are working longer hours and spending 13% more time in meetings than they did pre-pandemic. Wow. 40% of CEOs say that they are more stressed out than ever before. Wow. We have to do something different. We are literally killing ourselves. Yeah, we are. That is no bueno. We just have to do better. So here we go. Solutions. Have a personal work health plan. Okay. Okay. So I I made an acronym because I like to make things simpler, right? So I came up with this acronym, CAMO. C-A-M-O. CAMO. So you just have to put on your CAMO. Okay. Okay. C is for compassion. 
Okay. Research shows that people who practice self-compassion have lower risk of cardiovascular disease. What is self-compassion? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Treat yourself with the love and care that you would your closest friends and family members. And, you know, you say that to me, and it's a reminder that some people have negative self-talk and say things to themselves like, oh, you're an idiot, or oh, why'd you do this, or what the hell's wrong with you? I don't have that kind of dialogue in my body and my soul. What's it like to be God's favorite? Well, I got to tell you, it must be awful. It is. To look at yourself negatively. Yes. I can't imagine it. I cannot remember a time in my life when I did not have a constant stream of negative self-talk that I was having to, you know, bat down, bat away, fight with, get out of my head, you know, Awful. deal with. Awful. Yeah, I don't. I, I cannot imagine it. I don't remember it. The worst. So, yeah. so, so yeah. be compassionate to yourself. Yes. Be gentler with yourself, kinder to yourself. This is one reason why I have the most adorable photo of little six-year-old Londa <laughs> on her birthday on my bathroom mirror. That's right. Because it is hard for me to be nice to 51-year-old, almost 52-year-old Londa. Any second. But it is so much easier for me to be kind and compassionate to that little girl in that picture. So I put that up on my bathroom mirror to help me remember she deserves kindness. She deserves love. She deserves compassion, you know? Yeah. So... That's a tip that you can do if you're one of those people that's more like me and really battles a lot of demons, if you will. And I'm kind of a weirdo. I go by that little girl's face and I kiss my hand and touch her face all the time when I'm in there. So it's I, such I a love cute that little picture. girl. I love that picture. She has your face exactly, though. <laughs> yes. And I'm waiting for her to put on a business suit and get out there and crush it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I see her little tiny face and I'm thinking she'll be in high heels soon. <laughs> Let's move to the A in camo. The A is for assessment. Okay. You have got to brutally assess your job in your life and decide for yourself what you need to do to reduce your stress. I got you. And bring some more joy and happiness and relief. Here's the thing. Um, we've been hearing a lot about quiet quitting and boundaries at work and blah, blah, blah. And it's very, it it can be a very polarizing topic. Here's the deal though. It doesn't have to be. It all boils down to respectful, candid communication. Right. Right. Kind candor. Yes. If you are being overworked, you have to, you know, is it, is it your boss's fault you're being overworked or is it your fault because you're not saying something. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I do. The the movie Office Space perfectly embodies that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If you haven't seen the movie Office Space, you need to rent it today on your Apple TV Plus or your Amazon Prime. It may even be on Netflix. I don't know. But that movie is perfect for assessing and and uh, figuring out how to stop having stress at work. And it'll probably make you laugh. And laugh is a good stress it will relie- make you la- reliever. Holy cow. When he walks past his boss while his boss is talking to him, doesn't acknowledge him at all and just keeps walking. I saw that. And at that point in my life, I had a boss who was a little bit of a taskmaster. Mm-hmm. 
it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen. And my boss at that time dressed like that too, like that boss. So it's such a fun movie for me. Mm-hmm. That was the nineties. Yep. The crazy kooky nineties. Okay. Yep. Sorry to interrupt you. No, Yo, you're good. Assess just just brutally assess your life and take a look at you know, it, even in your home. Do you feel like you're the only one who does anything? Like I'm just doing all the work around here. Well, is it because you're not asking for help or you're not holding your boundaries and saying, Hey, listen, we need to have a conversation about this. Right. Here's I'm feeling really overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get stressed out and it's making me cranky and I don't want to be that person. So can we reevaluate what's going on here? I like that. So again, it's about kind candor. It's respectful, candid communication. Yes. All right. The M O in camo is for micro. Okay. Okay. Make micro shifts in your work habits throughout the work day. I like that. Stretching, uh, walking up and down stairs, gazing out a window into nature, you know, snacking or having a brief mindful meditation. All of these are effective energy management strategies that boost work health and wellness. Scientists have discovered that the brain works differently Mm-hmm. When employees take breaks between meetings, because it stops cumulative stress from building up and gives the brain a chance to reset. Right. I like it. Mm-hmm. So that's workplace stress. Camo. Mm-hmm. We have about five minutes left in the show. Um, so I would like to know what is our next angle in this stress conversation? What do you mean? What's our next angle? Well, we talked about workplace stress. We mm-hmm. talked about, we define stress. What's next? Financial stress. Okay. Because it's another huge stressor for people. Okay. Um, You know, the thing is, if you've got financial stress in your personal finances or your business finances, mm-hmm. here's the most important thing you need to do. And I'm sorry, I know you don't want to hear it. You've got to look at where the money's going. Right. It's an easy thing to do, especially with the way banks work. Everybody's using their bank card for their purchases. You'll be surprised if you look at your check statement at your bank, how many times you went to Taco Bell or McDonald's or Starbucks or someplace that is fun, but not necessary to your life. Yeah. So it's really, if you can only look back at a week and categorize that, that's at least a start. Right. But my recommendation would be if you can... 30, 60, even 90 days. And here's why. You've got subscriptions that are coming out of your bank account that you do not use. That's right. I canceled four digital subscriptions last month. Four. That's awesome. Uh, I have, have, have so carefully uh, honed my personal finances and my business finances that I, I think I do not waste a lot of money at all. And what it does for me is it gives me the freedom, right? right? Because we were talking about how money gives you options. It right. gives you choices. That's right. So when, you know, you are careful with your money so that you have extra, you ha- have choices that you wouldn't otherwise have. You know, our, our daughter was having a hard day. I put her on a plane the next day right. and brought her here for right. a visit. Yep. I couldn't do that if I wasn't so 
careful about everything else all the time. Sure. If you you didn't know exactly where every penny in your life was going, you wouldn't have known that, oh, I can just throw a $600 ticket on there today. Exactly. So I like having choices. This is why I like having, you know, money in the bank because I like options. Yeah. It's not because I like really fancy things or anybody who knows me knows that I don't care at all about that. But but I like options and choices. So you've got to really look at where the money's going, categorize it, and then you can start cutting things that are unnecessary. And then the only other thing I'm going to touch on is holiday stress. Yes. Very briefly, just because we are recording this in early November and (laughs) it is coming. Listen, most holiday stress comes from two places, perceived obligations and grief. I gotcha. Perceived obligations are like your work parties and gifts you have to buy and friend parties and family parties and all the gifts that go with that and the school parties and the gifts for the kids' teachers and all the travel and all the decor because you got to have your lights up and you got to have the sway in the window and you got to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It sounds stressful. What if we could see them not as obligations but as options? Okay. Because like who says you really have to go to all of that? Sure. Is it really going to hurt your job if you don't go to your work Christmas party because you just can't fit one more thing in? If it's going to stress you out too much, maybe find a different solution. Maybe you absolutely have to show up. So set a time limit. You're going to go in. You're going to be strategic about who you talk to and Mm -hmm. what you do. And then you're going to get out, go home, put your pajamas on and relax. You know, you talk about that. And I know you do those things. I know that you strategically build um, a playlist of conversations in your brain ahead of time. And you go have those conversations. Mm -hmm. I've never thought like that ever. Well, and that's because you and I process stress very differently. Yeah. Right? Um you have very little stress just because it it's your um survival skills that you developed as a very small child was sure. to see everything as an opportunity right. and to make friends right. and everything in life is fun and that's how you survive, right? And so we just learned different skills yeah. and and you know over the last 5 years have taught me to protect my energy. Mm-hmm. more. And so I'm just really, really careful. The other point of holiday stress comes from grief. And listen, I just want to encourage you this year, use this time to remember the people you've lost and and the fun, awesome, good memories and be thankful that you loved so well that it causes so much pain for you now. That's so sweet. I love it when you say things that are so vulnerable because it makes me feel very warmly toward you. And I already do all the time, but (laughs) man, looking over at you when you're saying something that is very heartfelt is the sweetest thing ever. Thank you. I'm lucky to be able to do this program with you and to do our uh, daily radio show on News Talk 98.5, the talk of Acadiana in Lafayette, Louisiana. If you haven't heard the program, download the app News Talk 98.5 now, and you can listen to the program as well. This has been another edition of The Session with Londa and David. We're thrilled to be here with you each and every week, and we'll be back again next week. Make it a great one.